set bigger goals. He's had a lot of success in kind of a consulting role, said, you know what? I like the SaaS model better. Let me systematize this. And that is exactly what Trenuel is doing, is helping SMB systematize their business. Launched in 2018, they've already hit 57 grand in monthly recurring revenue from 600 customers, paying 95 bucks a month for their solution. Totally bootstrapped today, which I love. 4% revenue churn per month. He's working on bringing that down. Paid channel, just starting to work nicely. They're paying 180 bucks to get a new credit card trial, 300 bucks to get a new paying customer. That's about a three-month payback period. Team of nine in Arizona and remote locations. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Chris Ronzio. He built a nationwide video production company that sold over 3 million bucks in youth sporting event videos before he was 25 years old. In 2013, he sold that business and founded an operations consulting firm that helped other entrepreneurs create scalable systems and processes. Over the last five years, the firm, Organized Chaos, has worked with hundreds of companies in dozens of industries and invested in building six of those businesses to over 30 million bucks in annual revenue. Now, his Chris is focused on his third business, Trenual. It's an online platform for business owners and employees to document what they do in simple step-by-step processes. His goal is uh, really on a mission to systematize 25,000 small businesses through their technology. Chris, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, let's do it. All right. Very good. So from what I understand, like every small business, as they scale, they like to like document stuff, put process together so you can then go hire the college intern to like come run the playbook. It sounds like what you're trying to do is help them get those docs in order. Yeah, exactly. Every business gets to a point where they figured out how to do something. And if they want to delegate it effectively to someone else, they've got to document it. So you do it, then you document it, then you delegate it. And that's our system. And so when I look at the biggest barrier to that thing happening, it's really the small business owner is wearing 10,000 hats. So you're in the business of convincing them to take the time to actually put the process doc together. That is a tough position to be in. Absolutely. But for, you know, running small businesses myself and working with so many, you know that you have to take off a few of those hats if you ever really want to scale the business. So you start doing everything, but then you need to uh, piece by piece start to hand those responsibilities off. Yeah. What's your revenue model? Is it a SaaS company? It is. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So what's the average SMB pay per month for this? $95 right now is our ARPU. 95. Okay. Interesting. Uh, And that's monthly, correct? Not annual? Correct. Um, and generally speaking, what are people getting for that? Do you price based off like number of process documents, number of seats? How do you price? Yeah, it's kind of buckets of seats. So when we started this, we didn't want to do a per license per user model because part of the system is to hold people accountable for having gone through and marking or acknowledging those processes that you know that they're trained. So if we charge per user, people share licenses and that defeats the purpose of the system. So we do in buckets of users, five users, 25 users, 100 users, et cetera. That's okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's smart. Um, Okay. So 95 bucks and then put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? Launched in January of this year, actually. Oh, January 20. Okay, very good. I love that. And what were you doing before that? You were doing that consulting organized chaos? 
Yeah. So before we were helping companies build the systems and we built Trainual actually as an internal tool for ourselves, but hadn't monetized it or commercialized it. And so last January, uh, earlier this year, we split it off as a separate company and uh, tried to bring it to the masses. Interesting. How did you do that? Did you literally, it's a new cap table, different owners? Yep, totally separate entity and broke it out uh, and broke the IP out of our existing uh, consulting business and actually have phased out the consulting business and moved employees over to the new business. How big did you grow the consulting business in terms of revenue before deciding we've got to go all in on the SaaS product? We were just over a million a year in consulting revenue. And what so so, pretty so, so many successful SaaS companies come from an agency, but so many successful agencies get stuck at giving up the agency revenue and going all in on SaaS. How did you have the confidence to make that leap? So we kind of burned the bridge for a few of us. We stopped a couple of our team over into the SaaS business. And then as our revenue could support the additional people, we moved people in. So we were bootstrapping it and we did uh, little by little move people into the new entity, but we uh, supported ourselves with the old revenue. Okay. And it's bootstrapped today still? Correct. Agencies totally shut down today? Correct. So how many people just on Trainual now? Nine people full time. No, nine folks all out there in Arizona? Uh, most in Arizona. Six in Arizona, one in Boston, and two in uh, Ukraine. Oh, interesting. Developers in Ukraine? Yeah. Yes, two of them. Our lead developers local, and we've got two out there. That's a really smart setup. And what do we scale to in terms of total customers today? Uh, just under 600 paying customers today. Okay, that's great. And and so did most of those early customers come from your training business or did you go get new customers elsewhere? No, most were the customers that came from relationships and from the consulting business. And since then, it's been uh, all through growing the SaaS company. Interesting. So 600 customers, $95 price point. You're doing about 57 a grand a month right now? Yep. And where were you, so a year ago on the SaaS product, totally pre-revenue? Do you have any revenue? No, a year ago, right now, no. So January, we had 1800 a month in SaaS revenue. And so now we're uh, approaching 60K, like you mentioned. That's great. I mean, that you're actually, I mean, you're modest or I mean, you're humble, but that's actually a pretty healthy scale that quickly. So, I mean, how have you added these customers so quickly? So at the beginning, it was we did a launch event here in Scottsdale, Arizona, where we are, invited everybody that we knew and tried to scale through our local networks, blasted everyone on LinkedIn, that sort of thing. Um, then we did a product hunt launch. So we had that experience of, uh, of, of getting some, uh, some press there. Uh, we launched an affiliate model. So we've got just over 300 affiliates that have helped, up, helped us uh, sell the product. Uh, and then we started our paid ads. So in Q2, we started doing testing with uh, different advertising on LinkedIn and Google and Facebook and Instagram. And we got our model down to where we thought it was pretty scalable and then started pumping money in in Q3. Interesting. Um, I want to talk kind of about each of those models real quick. So uh, let's start with the affiliates. What what cut are you paying? So we pay a 20% ongoing commission. Perpetuity? Yes, right now. Dang. Okay, that's a lot. Um, yeah. What percent of your 57 grand is tied to an affiliate? About 14%. Okay, so not a, not a huge amount. Um, and then talk to me real quick about the product launch. So, or sorry, product hunt launch. So it looks like you were, um, you got about 448 upvotes uh, when you launched. What, what, what did traffic look like on launch day? Traffic was good, but at that time we had no traffic to the website. So any traffic would have been a huge bump. So, you know, it was, it was exciting, but I think more than anything, we got some influencers and people reaching out that said, I like this, let's talk. It got us a few affiliates more than customers. 
One thing we had tried at that time is we took off the credit card gate. So currently and, and uh, before that, we had a credit card gate up for our trial. You put in a card and then you get the free trial. At that time, for those that two-week span, we took the credit card gate off. Um, those customers converted extremely poorly. So we we uh, it helped us get the word out, but it, it wasn't a good acquisition. Just to be channel. clear, once you remove the credit card requirement, you're saying people, a lot of people signed up, but very few converted to paid. Correct. So is that a function of your onboarding is not good? No, I think it was that people are interested enough, especially that audience, they're interested in trying out the tool, but maybe had no uh, intent on actually using it for their business. So it was just a skewed kind of sign up number. So now you have credit card back up front? Correct. And now the funnel, if 100 people hit that credit card pop up in a day, how many actually put in the credit card to do the trial? Uh, 8% right okay. now. And then how yeah. many, so we'll call it eight people out of 100. And of those eight people, how long's the trial? Trial's two weeks. Okay, how many convert to paid at the end? Uh, just under 70%. 70%, okay, so 50% yeah. would be four. So we'll call it maybe five out of the eight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Um, and when they put the credit card in up front, is there like a dollar ping to the bank or it's just you're holding the credit card and not billing until 14 days out? Not billing until 14 days out. And you yeah. automatically cancel at the end of 14 days or you actually just you actually make them opt out? Uh, they cancel from inside the app if they don't want to be charged. Otherwise, it goes into an automatic subscription. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Of those five signups, I imagine you frequently get emails that say, hey, like I forgot about this trial. You just dinged me, like cancel my account. So how do you, one, how many, how frequent is that? And two, how do you make sure it doesn't happen by driving activation metrics? Yeah, so inside the app, we're constantly trying to, to um, aim educate users about this. So we do have intercom, we have a stream of messages that are going out. So they have a lot of opportunity to cancel. I would say that it was more of a, a it, it was a higher number at the beginning of people that would get charged and want refunds, whereas now they're pretty aware that they're about to be charged. We know that they're active. We're tracking things like how many subjects they've created, how many users they've added, how many of those users are admins, how many processes they've documented. And so we can kind of red flag an account that has low usage and know that they uh, would be a candidate for a refund. Um, interesting. And what, what is your core usage metric? Is it number of process docs created, completed, started? How do you measure? Um, a little bit of all of that. So we're trying right now to develop more of a, a custom sort of algorithm because the things we watch are how many subjects they've created, how many topics or processes they've created, how many steps each of those things has, and then how many people they've invited to the system that have started to go through and complete those things that they've been assigned. So, you know, the utility of the product can take a little while. So the success for our customer is really just starting to put things in there. Put things though being, I mean, is it like literally launching a new Google like doc inside of Drive and they start just typing out a process or have you like made it modular somehow? Yeah, so it is similar to just creating a Google Doc, except it's a step-by-step. So instead of one page as a document, you've got multiple steps that a user progresses through, and it checks off the you know time and date stamp that they've acknowledged or completed it, and it tracks the percentage completion. And um, But in terms of creating content, it is similar to a Google Doc, but you can embed videos, you can do iframes with HTML, you can put screenshots and, and all that. Interesting. Talk to me about churn. What's your churn today, and how do you manage it? So churn is by far the the largest issue because we have a product that is an aspirational kind of product. Documenting your business is something that everyone knows is important, but it's not an urgency unless you're really scaling, really hiring. So we've had some months with zero churn, and then we've had some months with uh, 10% churn. And it just depends on the audience that we're going after. Our blended percentage is about 4%. 
it's, uh, it's something we're, we're working on uh, improving every day. We started a certified partner program um, to, to have more handholding for the customers to walk them through that. Um, we're improving our onboarding sequence and using tools like app queues is something we've started to use. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a um, definitely forefront of my mind right now. You said 4% logo churn per month? Correct. Um, or 4% revenue churn, I guess. Revenue the, churn per month. Yeah. Uh, look, not good, but not horrible, right, for this price point. Um, definitely room to improve. You're only six, seven months in. Talk to me about the paid channel. So you mentioned three kind of channels go from zero to 50K so quickly. Affiliates, you pay, you know, 14% of your revenue came from them. You pay them 20% as a kickback to incentivize them. Product Hunt drove a lot of signups, not a lot of conversions, though. You then mentioned you turned on paid. So what is your CAC on the paid channel? Uh, paid is under $300 cost to acquire a customer. It's Costs us about $180 to acquire a trial. And then with that 70% conversion, we're under $300, or $300 on a customer. That's 100, $180 to get a credit card trial, right? Correct. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, you're getting paid back in three months. Yep. Yeah, that, that, it's obviously healthy. Um, how long will that channel work? Could you dump a million bucks in that channel and hold those metrics or no? We'll see. We, we keep putting a little bit more, but since we're bootstrapped right now, we're, you know, that three month, four month payback period is where we're hovering to just be able to support the cash flow ourselves. And then we're looking at our options for really scaling that. You mean in terms of raising capital? Correct. Yeah. When you look at raising capital at your stage, do you like selling equity, a convertible note? Have you looked at venture debt? How are you thinking? Yeah, we have looked at options like lighter capital and those kind of things. And um, obviously debt is the preference, but if you can get a good strategic partner or someone that uh, you know can really help drive the business, introduce us to new channels, then I'm definitely open to the equity uh, conversation. So, Who would be the perfect strategic for you? I think uh, ultimately the best partner would be someone that could be a, an acquisition you know, target down the road. So someone but name that's one, name one. I'm curious. Uh, let's see, it would be like a, like a GoDaddy for, uh, in the small business space or a, um, y- you know, someone, uh, in the, in the HR space, like a bamboo or a gusto or something like that. Yeah. All, all those guys have been on the show, all great companies. Um, interesting. Um, if you go, what did you like about lighter cap? Did you actually get a term sheet from lighter? And if so, would you like or dislike about it? Um, I got a, so they, the way they do it, I think is a 1.5, 1.6 X payback over a few years. And I do like that model. I think the, the, what I didn't like is that they'll only give you a, a three or four times what your MRR is. And when you're growing at such an early stage like this, they look backwards. So they look at your last three months of MRR and with how much we've been growing, you know, 30, 40% month over month, uh, those numbers aren't that impressive. So the cash that I could get from them is similar to the cash I can get through through a couple of credit cards. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be a more attractive option uh, a few months out as our growth continues. You're saying you're doing 57 today. Last month, maybe you did 47. The month before that, you did 40. So they're basically taking an average and call it 40K a month times three. They're basically going to say, here's 120 grand, pay it back 1.5X. And you're just saying it's quicker just to use credit card debt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, interesting. Um, very good. All right, let's um, let's uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Rework by the Basecamp guys. Good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yes, Clay Mask with Infusionsoft. He's local and he's been uh, you know down this path before. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? This one's a little counterintuitive, but I would say Strava because building me has really helped build the business. S-T-R-A-V-A? Yep. It's like a personal record kind of fitness app. Interesting. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? 
Seven. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Married, two kids. You didn't have to look at your notes for that, did you? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Someone's messaging me. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw your eyes go down. Like you had to check. All right. Married, two kids. And how old are you? 33. 33. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Set bigger goals is what I would say. Guys, there you have it. Set bigger goals. He's had a lot of success in kind of a consulting role. Said, you know what? I like the SaaS model better. Let me systematize this. And that is exactly what Trainual is doing is helping SMB systematize their business. Launched in 2018, they've already hit 57 grand in monthly recurring revenue from 600 customers paying 95 bucks a month for their solution. Totally bootstrapped today, which I love. 4% revenue churn per month. He's working on bringing that down. Paid channel, just starting to work nicely. They're paying 180 bucks to get a new credit card trial, 300 bucks to to get a new paying customer. That's about a three-month payback period. Team of nine in Arizona and remote locations. Thanks so much, Chris, for taking us to the top.